Salut, c'est Ted. We would love to improve Parlay Away and make it exactly what you want. That's why we put together a little survey for you. There's a link in the episode description. Don't worry, it's super short. And it's your chance to tell us what you think. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Bonsoir et bienvenue. It's 6 p.m. in Berlin and you are listening to Parler Away. Je suis, bien sûr, avec Ted, mais aussi avec Laure ce soir. Salut Laure. Salut Caro. Nice to see you in the studio again. And it might be the last time this year since you are expecting a baby very soon. But for now, let's team up again. Yeah. Salut Ted. Salut Caro. Est-ce que ça va? Ça va super. Quoi de neuf? Hmm? Quoi de neuf? Quoi de neuf? <laughs> uh, Quoi? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it means what's new. Quoi de neuf or quoi de neuf? Ah, ok. Uh, quoi de neuf? Alright. What's up? Kind of. À propos, tell me, what do you usually do around 6-7 p.m. when you're not stuck in the recording studio? Um, well, I'm usually cooking dinner around that time, I guess. Yeah? Well, we never cook that early in France. Well, yeah, I am American. We get hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, today I would like you to guess the topic of our fifth episode, all right? Oui. Laure, can you give Ted and our listeners a few hints? En français, bien sûr. Sure. Ted, if I tell you vin, bière, cocktail, olive, chips, what does that evoke to you? Um, sounds like fun. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> okay, but what else? Um, l'apéritif, of course. This lovely European tradition. Oh, yes, you knew it. Yeah, well, this wonderful tradition was meant to whet our appetite, but actually it's just a good occasion to invite friends over or to hang out and relax after work in a bar. But Ted, if you want to speak like a real French person... And here is Laura again <laughs> with her French language. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but it's true. In the spoken language, I mean, you know, almost all the time, you won't say l'apéritif. You will say... L'apéro. Correct me if I'm wrong, Caro. Yes, it's true. We say boire l'apéro, to drink the aperitif. So if you want to suggest that it's time for an aperitif, you will simply ask, on boit l'apéro? Okay. On boit l'apéro, les filles? Sadly, it's a bit too soon. I would like to, though. No. But we still have oh, some on. work to do. <laughs> no. Soon, soon, soon. Okay. Shall we get on with our first snippet? All right. Messieurs, dames, bonjour. Bonjour. Je voudrais euh, un demi, s'il vous plaît. Mmh. Bonne idée, moi aussi. Et toi, Karine Un verre de vin blanc. Muscat, sauvignon, chardonnay. Mmh. Un sauvignon. Très bien. Ted, as usual, tell me what kind of situation we've got here. Well, there are three people. I guess sitting in a cafe, maybe outside, because we can hear the noise of the street, and they are ordering. Yes, they are for sure outside. When the long days come and the sun is shining, people rush to the bars. In the spring and summer, everybody sits outside and enjoy an aperitif. Right, Laure? 
Oui, but also since it's not allowed anymore to smoke in cafes and restaurants, les terrasses, the terraces, are filled with smokers, even in winter. Oh, it sounds so French. <laughs> Poor smokers. Aren't they freezing? Oh, well, I guess. But there are those kind of outdoor electric heaters um, to warm them up, you know? Yeah, I don't see them so much in the States, but when I was in Paris one October, they were everywhere. Every yeah. restaurant, every yeah. cafe. Yeah. But let's get back to our protagonists. Can you tell us what they ordered? Mm, I didn't really get what the first person said. Je voudrais blah, 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 something. I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's hear this sequence again. Monsieur, dame, bonjour. Bonjour. Je voudrais euh, un demi, s'il vous plaît. Mm, bonne idée, moi aussi. Ah, okay. So, je voudrais un demi. What's un demi? Un demi is beer in a glass. Uh, 25 centiliter, which is what most people drink in France. By saying, je voudrais un demi, you say, I would like 25 centiliter beer in a glass. But if you really are in a beer mood, you can order une pinte. And then you'll get 50 centiliter. You're beer guy, Ted. You have to know that. Yeah, I guess every time I've ordered, I just said, je voudrais une bière. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's good to know. Un demi, une pinte. Mm. Okay. Parfait. And the other guy says, moi aussi. What do you think it means? Uh, moi aussi means me too. Exactement. Now let's hear the whole dialogue again and let's concentrate on what the last woman orders. Messieurs, dames, bonjour. Bonjour. Je voudrais euh, un demi, s'il vous plaît. Mmh. Bonne idée, moi aussi. Et toi, Karine Un verre de vin blanc. Muscat, sauvignon, chardonnay. Mmh. Un sauvignon. Très bien. OK. Euh, un verre de vin blanc. Exactement, un verre de vin blanc, a glass of white wine. Do you know what le muscat, le sauvignon and le chardonnay are? Yeah, there are different kinds of white wine. Exactly. Have you ever tasted them? Um, yeah, I think I've tried all of them. I mean, cool. I'm not a huge <laughs> wine guy, so I don't know. But but they're very common. So. Yeah. Now, a more general question. In this context, which in France is actually quite formal, how do you say please? You know that one, I guess. Yeah, of course, you say it, s'il vous plaît. Oui, and do you know how to say please in an informal situation? Yeah, that's easy. It's s'il te plaît. Parfait. But still, it's not always easy for me to identify what is a formal situation and what's an informal situation. Okay, shall we practice a bit the difference between s'il te plaît and s'il vous plaît with Laure? Oui. Cool. Let's go then. Ted, try to repeat and complete each sentence, okay? Mm -hmm. So imagine, change of nationality. Okay. Now you're officially French. Oh, finally. Does that suit <laughs> you? <laughs> so you are French and your 13-year-old sister is locked in her room and she's listening to Justin Bieber at full blast. What? <laughs> so you shout. Juliet, the volume, please. Juliette, le volume, s'il te plaît. Juliette, le volume, s'il te plaît. 
Perfect. And it's an uh, informal situation. It's your family and you use s'il te plaît for family members and, and friends. But now imagine yourself at work in the bathroom, sitting comfortably on the throne, when suddenly <laughs> someone switches off the light. Billions of blue blistering barnacles, pirates, psychopath, you, antediluvian bulldozer. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, you shout again. Okay. The light, please. La lumière. La lumière, s'il vous plaît. Yes, perfected. With strangers, you keep it formal, except if they're the same age as you or younger. Well, you're still in the office now, stuck in the elevator with the big boss. He is a really cool guy, always wearing jeans and a T-shirt always unshaven and casual, and you want him to press on the first floor button. So you say... The first, please. Le premier. Le premier, s'il te plaît. Ah, that's a cute little mistake. Um, oh. It's going to be le premier, s'il vous plaît. However friendly and cool your boss is, it's still your boss, and hierarchy in France is super important. The hierarchy. Ah, yes, that, that thing, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. And uh, actually, it's also really important in school with teachers. Okay. So all those contexts, it's, uh, it's going to be formal. Okay. All right. Good to know. <laughs> But one last little effort, okay? Mm -hmm. It's the end of your working day. You go out to your favorite neighborhood bar where you've been going out for years to drink l'apéro. And you're sitting at the bar and the bartender, Maurice, asks you, The usual, Ted? Comme d'habitude, Ted. And you answer? Oui, s'il te plaît. Perfect. Normally with shopkeepers, bartenders or waiters, it is formal. But like in this case, you've known him for years, so it's pretty informal and also it's an easygoing place. But I think you've got it now, Ted. And I think we're ready for our next situation, Caro. All right, let's do this. But before, let's speak about love, Ted. What do you say? Ooh, okay. <laughs> How would you say to your girlfriend that you love her? In French, of course. Je t'aime, Madeleine. Aww, that's so sweet. And now, let's listen to a dialogue. Ted, try to find out how you can express in one word that you love not a person, but something. Ça va Ça va, ça va. Entre. On boit l'apéro Ah oui, avec plaisir. J'ai un super vin blanc. Mmh, j'adore le vin blanc. Ah, parfait. Tu as faim Non, non, je n'ai pas faim. Merci. Tiens. Merci. Tchim, tchim. Euh, j'adore. That's it. J'adore le vin blanc. I love white wine. Can I also say j'aime le vin blanc? Of course you can, but it isn't strong enough if you are talking about a thing that you love. On the scale of love from 0 to 10, you are then at level 5, let's say. But j'adore reaches level 10, see? So by saying j'aime le vin, you say that you like wine, which I guess is true in your case. Tu adores la bière 
et tu aimes le vin, right? <rire> yeah, exactement. Mais peux je interrompre? Bien sûr. There is something else that we say all the time, and that is j'aime bien. Have you ever heard that before, Ted? Yeah, I have heard it uh, from time to time, but I don't really get the difference between j'aime and j'aime bien. Okay, well, when talking about things, j'aime bien is more often used for everyday conversation, and it's a little bit less strong than j'aime. And in the context of a relationship, j'aime bien means that you like a person, but that you don't love her. So be careful. Otherwise, you can hurt someone by using the wrong word of love. Uh oh. <laughs> do you know how to express the opposite of love? Basically, the level zero on our love scale. Uh, oui, je déteste. Très bien, je déteste. Now that you know all the language subtleties of love, Could you reveal us three things that you respectively love, like, and hate? En français. Okay. Um, just wait a second. <laughs> mm, J'adore les chiens. Ouais. Oh. I, I love dogs. J'aime écouter la musique. I like to listen to music. Et je déteste les tomates. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. You hate tomatoes? <laughs> Only uncooked tomatoes. Cooked tomatoes are fine. That's very specific. <laughs> D'accord, merci. <laughs> that was quite impressive, actually. Ted, there is something else that we can learn from this dialogue. This is the art of saying no. And not just like Lost Daughter would do, she's two years old, but uh, by using the negation. The guy asks his friend, tu as faim? And what is the answer? Did you get it? Let's hear this again. Tu as faim? Non, non, je n'ai pas faim. Merci. Okay, yeah, she says, je n'ai pas faim. Je n'ai pas faim. Exactly, I am not hungry. Can you explain that? Um, yeah, so in French, to negate something, you need ne and pas. Mm -hmm. And ne comes before the conjugated verb and pas comes after. Yeah. You are really a grammar nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. But as the verb avoir is used here, and as it begins with a vowel, you won't hear the e in ne, just the n combined with e, right? Je n'ai pas. Shall we practice this with law? Oui, bien sûr. Yeah, I was waiting for this moment. So, Ted, try to reformulate those sentences by using the negation, okay? All right. J'adore la grammaire française. Je n'adore pas la grammaire française. <laughs> la? <laughs> la grammaire française. La grammaire. Je n'adore pas la grammaire Je française. Je n'adore pas. Yes. Pas. Pas. Yeah, you say par. It's, it's pas. easier, actually. Pas. Pas. Perfect. <laughs> um, je déteste boire l'apéro. Je ne déteste pas. Boire l'apéro. Perfect again. J'adore. <laughs> J'aime le vin blanc. Je n'aime pas le vin blanc. Wow, tremendous. You're just doing really great. <laughs> But let me give you a little tip that can be useful if you ever struggle with the negation one day. You can just drop the ne and ah. only say pas. It's very colloquial, but really, you won't hear this ne very often in France. So easy. <laughs> Great. For example, 
You won't say, je n'ai pas faim, like we heard in the dialogue, rather just, j'ai pas faim. J'ai pas faim. Yeah. Okay. So, Ted, how would you say, je n'aime pas le vin blanc, like a real French person? J'aime pas le vin blanc. Perfect. And what about, je ne déteste pas boire l'apéro? Je déteste, je déteste pas boire l'apéro. <laughs> Cute. Okay. It's, it's correct, but it's uh, boire. Je déteste pas boire Je déteste pas boire. Yes. Sweet. And last question. Je n'adore pas la grammaire française. OK. J'adore pas... J'adore pas la grammaire française. Oh, it's cute, but it's... J'adore pas. J'adore. J'adore pas. Pas, yeah. J'adore pas la grammaire française. Perfect. You've got it. <laughs> Fantastique. Enough already with grammar topics. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear again how they make a toast, all right? Okay. Ding, ding. Have you already heard that before? Yes, I have heard that. A lot. Ah. <laughs> And does it sound like a French word to you? Mm, not really. Rather like... Uh, I'd say Chinese. And why is that? Do you know that, Laure? Oui, it has a pretty funny origin, actually. Saying chin chin while making a toast is a tradition that dates back to the beginning of the 20th century. And it's actually an expression that the British soldiers that were posted in China brought back with them. And it's a derivation of a Chinese word, tsing tsing. It's pidgin English, basically. Huh, that's interesting. I had no idea. <laughs> okay, guys, on est prêt pour boire l'apéro. Are you up for a little role play? They say that I'm the barkeeper of your favorite bar. It's 7 p.m. and you're coming to have a drink at the bar. Okay, uh, on boit l'apéro, Ted? Oui. Je voudrais une bière, s'il te plaît, Caro. Un demi? Ah, oui. Un demi, s'il te plaît. Okay. Oh, s'il te plaît, s'il vous plaît. It's your favorite bar. Okay. Uh, et toi, Laure? Mm, J'aime pas la bière. What? Uh, Ce n'est pas vrai. <laughs> oh, si, c'est vrai. Un kir, s'il te plaît, Caro. Mm -hmm. uh, what? Un, un what? Un, un kir? Ah, it's a sweet little cocktail. It's a mix of white wine and blackcurrant liquor. Oh, j'adore le kir. It's so popular in France. Try it next time you're in Paris. Okay, guys, voici vos boissons. Here are your drinks. Merci. Merci. Chin chin. chin. Excuse me, Ted? Look at me. You can't make a toast without looking each other in the eye. No. And why is that? It brings bad luck. Come on. But tell me, Ted, shall we tip Caroline? Don't we have to tip her? No, it's up to you. You can tip if you want to and just how much you want. So, shall we tip Caro? Of course, our lovely Caroline. <laughs> Merci. And how do we do that? Uh, I think that we just leave change on the table. Yeah, exactly. Is it the same in the U.S.? You can do that. It depends how you pay. You pay a lot okay. with cards, so then you write it on, the, on ah, the ticket. Okay. Well, yeah, in France, we just leave it on the table or in the bar. Okay. Vous êtes fantastique. Well, once again, we approach the end of our episode and it's time for our little quiz. Would you like to do it, Laure? Allez, avec plaisir, Caro. 
C'est parti pour le quiz, my dears. Le quiz? <rire> oh oui, j'aime le quiz. Imagine, Ted, you're sitting at the bar chez Maurice in Paris. Shock, behind the bar, there is not the old Maurice, but Virginie, his daughter. She is as old as you. And it's an open question, Ted. Please order your favorite drink. Mm, en demi, s'il vous plaît. Well, Ted, correct. But a more natural uh, version would be s'il te plaît. Because, you know, it's this uh, bar where you're always going to. And she's just the same age as you. So you could say, en demi, s'il te plaît. Okay. All right. Good to know. <laughs> and, oh la la. God, she is adorable. You've got a big, big crush. And you are thinking, j'adore Virginie. J'aime bien Virginie. Je déteste Virginie. J'adore Virginie. <laughs> of course. And lucky you. She starts chatting with you and she's asking, tu es anglais? And you answer, uh, je n'ai pas anglais. Je n'ai pas anglais. Je ne suis pas. Je ne suis. Je ne suis pas anglais. Je suis américain. Perfect. That's just right. And Virginie gets herself a beer and she wants to make a toast with you. What do you both say? Um, chin chin. Yeah, that's it. You've got it. And oh la la, oh my God, you fall deeply in love. It's love at first sight. You look into her eyes and you say, Virginie, je t'aime. Oh, <laughs> yes. And because she can't resist your charm either, she answers, moi aussi. <laughs> yes. Oh <laughs> la la. <laughs> That was perfected. Uh, what a beautiful way to close this episode. <laughs> But dear listeners, stay with us for just a few more seconds. The season one of Parley Away is over and we have some questions for you. Should we keep helping Ted learn French or should we just stop and drink tea? Um, excuse me, Kier. Would you like more grammar, less grammar, the same amount of grammar? What kind of topics do you find interesting, useful, fun or just odd but also fascinating? Share your feedback, suggestions, and wishes with us at podcasting at babble.com. Chers auditeurs, dear listeners, au revoir et merci. Salut mon cher Ted. Salut Caron. Salut Laure. À demain, 8h? 8h? Ah non, mais non. 